definitely discuss healing. We discuss uh, aspects of psychology. Um, we discuss like you know you becoming the best you. Mm-hmm. Mental wellness for sure. Femininity, parenthood, dating, definitely as dating single parents. Um, and it's from a lens of two psychologists, you know. Yeah. So, um, but also two two people who grew mm-hmm. up. Like with both parents, mm-hmm. married parents, and then like you all know that Chloe and I are the youngest of our crews, like her yeah. siblings and my siblings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's from that looking, perspective. Yeah, looking at that. life through that lens. Yeah. So you're gonna get a whole lot of things from us, mm-hmm. from us being women, mm-hmm. going through life as parents, and all of these awesome attributes. But yeah, yes, womanology, the study of women, the study of women. <laughs> All right, welcome back to I Only Listen to 90s Music. We back in the building. We got a special guest with us. Man, and he's always in the group chopping it up, hanging out with us. Singer, artist, photographer, member of Black Love. I mean, the dude is a renaissance brother, to say the least. Uh, I've been oh, knowing him since he was bouncing, bouncing people. I, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say so, one of the coolest bouncers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not one of the coolest bouncers. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be I my claim to fame. I never, I never got bounced out. So. So not, not yet. No. <laughs> I, I never got Joe as a bouncer. I knew Joe from before we were probably <laughs> work. So we met, um, Joe was in high school. He was at Jennings High School and I lived in Jennings. And um, I lived across the street from some popular kids in Jennings. So a lot of people got to see, like would see me or my best friend walking up and down, hanging out at Jennings High School. And that's how I met Joe. And I always joke with him about how I met him um, on the bleachers at Jennings High School. He was uh, singing uh, doo-wop, shoo-wop. <laughs> at Jennings. And um, that is not really an exaggeration. Of like, You're not, no, not one second of an exaggeration. I had a whole group. <laughs> that was that era, man, when we had group. Every school had a group. <laughs> man, listen, my school had about 20 of them. Jennings had about 20 groups. You had uh, um, the Stylistic Juniors, and then that was us. It was, uh, yes, the Stylistic Juniors. Stylistic Juniors. It was the most, these were a bunch of young cats that sound old and they look old. (laughs) (laughs) Them cats was on stage with vests on. It was hilarious every time. I'm just like, did y'all really do the vest? Y'all got purple vest across with lines going down. Like, no. I'm sorry. Let me stop hating on my Genesis people. Anyway. (laughs) Our brother Joe Richardson, JLR, man. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Shoot, this is my family right here. Everybody you see in front of the screen, this is my family. Hey. It's damn their bloodline over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's just oh, jump into the first thing that got us on the radar for you to come on. Stacy, take it away. Uh, we're doing Joe in the comments on the Orlando Brown. 
So there's there's a video out there. I will be cutting the video in right now for people that did not see. So so there's a video of Orlando Brown and he's at this this function, Mm. this club or whatever, right? And everybody around him is really amped up, and this dude has kind of got him damn near in a headlock, and he (laughs) like he has this look on his face like what the hell is happening? I remixed that video and I put the Meek Mill uh, Dreams and Nightmares on it, and I was like, this is me in the club. Every time y'all play that Dreams and Nightmares song, because I just don't get amped up like it. I don't get it. <laughs> and, uh, but in there, though, so we're talking about, like, just, like, what is going on in Orlando Brown's mind in this club? Because he looks extremely uncomfortable. And this is the person who makes people uncomfortable with things that he says. So it's like... I know what was on his mind. That he was like, I don't want to be here. He was missing them Disney chicks. <laughs> 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 he was just figuring out a way to get back on Disney. <laughs> He's like, I need Raven right now. I'm I need get to back. be that that soul Raven life right get now. Back, get on the proud family. One of your voice <laughs> he, he was on the proud he was a voice on the proud family. Yes, and, he was. Um, and um who is it? Uh <coughs> what is it? You know, Harriet from Family Matters, you know, she what plays uh, Big Mama or whatever Big on there. And mm-hmm. and she wants uh She's asking, actually was trying to get him back on with the new Proud family. She was like, oh, he deserves a second chance. And I'm like, have you seen him? <laughs> like, Wait a minute, no, seriously. She tried to get him back on like with the Proud yeah, family. If you, if, right. you actually, if you look it up, like it was, there's actually interviews a couple years ago, but she was talking about what well, basically when they were bringing the show back and he wasn't invited to come back and she wanted, and she mentioned that she uh, thought that he should be brought back. Hey, but they better like, you better chill out for we call Jennifer Lewis. Bring in Aunt Thelma for step out of line again. You're talking too much. Step out of line again. We'll replace you like you did on, on Family Matters. It, but it's okay. So I remember seeing his face and I didn't know how to respond to it. Cause I'm like, what's going on? Like, he just got this look like. It's like him. Who's in the background? I think I saw Lil Fizz in the background or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> all guys. So it's like it kind of looks like a VIP section in the club, is and it, it's all. Yeah. Is so it he for might that be reality thinking, show he's on. The, I don't know. I, I that I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. cannot. Can I, I honestly don't know where the clip comes from. I don't know if it's just somebody was on their phone. If it was I think phone. that was just somebody on their phone okay. in, in reality. He kind of is. He looks confused. He's looking like where are the bitches. Yes, Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? Who is this dude hugging me? Who is what this time dude is me? Right. <laughs> and the crazy part about it, homie's sober. He's technically sober. And he's been sober for a minute now. Which yeah. is scary in itself. <clears throat> but I always feel like people that were long-term drug abusers, yeah. even when they become sober, they're just never right they never be like right back on that same line of what they never. used to be and that it yeah. just be like still yeah. doing all this wavy stuff and yeah. i've seen it all the time i mean like all black families <laughs> we have that one member yeah. yeah right let's quit acting like we don't and yeah. we know that yeah. we know it go down like that so the whole thing is it's just like but for him to be as sober as he's been so long it's just like why is he even putting himself around people like this and that's a very good question. And it's to the point of now when clips come out of him, I don't know if this is this sober him or is this old him? Like, my brother I, said I, the same I, thing. Dates on these clips, because to my understanding, he what he had found a new woman or a wife or something. He had yep. got 
cave. He was in church and he had given up that, that narcotic. Mm-hmm. So these new clips or like new things that you see of him, it's like, okay, well, hey, is that other stuff still going on? Like, is he still clean? And if he is sober, Hey, congratulations. Yeah. I don't, I'm not seeing it. So now it's like, is that just how, how you, is this who you just always were? Not to be funny for what, Okay, so I met him like seven years ago and at the Lakers game. Uh, I'd be shooting and stuff. Anyway, so I met him at the Lakers game and I was just looking at him, but he was just like, he had on all these like chains and everything. He just looked like overly Hollywood. And I'm just looking at him like, okay. But then he kept doing this with his nose and I'm just like, oh, well, still there. But then when he started talking, cool as a fan. It's just like, if he don't know you, cool but if he don't if he knows you it's just like he all over the place touching all on you slapping i'm like wow you look totally different person when ain't no same character right right he puts on a little show maybe he's (laughs) a little character that he's come up with which is weird because that's the character that you chose um but it's (laughs) that's the character you chose (laughs) let me just say this so raven was on by the time that show was on stacy wasn't watching the disney channel anymore fully aware that the show was on yeah that was was past my prime i was i was i was riding around and getting it at this point Um, (laughs) (laughs) with him being on the show like i'm sorry like just from what i've seen of the show he wasn't some sex symbol or no girls was trying to get him this isn't uh you know, um, I'm trying to think what's a comparable show back in the day. Like even like with well, Hell Boy Meets World, people aren't necessarily on Corey, but somebody wanted to get with Sean. Like it's like I just never felt like there were girls who were on him guy on the show. Yeah. Like is that a correct assumption? So with him not being that guy on that show, it's like were you that guy in real life? Like were were the teeny biper boppers throwing their panties at you or? Or was you paying for it? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, you know, taking <laughs> off them Disney dollars. He wasn't <laughs> them Disney dollars went away real quick. And, I mean, for what I know, he still has money. He still has money. He still, but the thing about it is, it, it's just like he put his money towards a different focus. I think some with his baby mama, he she she's like taking care of it or something like that. But yeah, he's still getting Disney checks. Mm. Surprisingly, still getting Disney checks. Well, I mean, look, if you had a contract, you had a contract. Facts. Like, pretty much. So, you owe me my money, you owe me my money. It don't matter what. Yeah, run me my, run me my coins. So, I may not yeah. be getting any new money from you, but you owe me <laughs> my old money. And that's, and that's, but it's just, like I said, it's, I don't, I feel, like, out is he trying to, was, I feel like, was he trying to maybe prove something to get out of the Disney thing? Uh, so, to, there was an interview that I saw with Marcus Houston, pedophile ass. Recently, <laughs> went um, throw that out there. <laughs> but there's a point he made about when he was on Sister Sister about how he's on Sister Sister and he's the you know the the annoying neighbor and go home Roger and everything. He's supposed to be this geeky dude. But then the next weekend he's you know with immature and he's touring and women are falling all over him. And Batman. Was like, mm. the, like that Batman, Batman. right? Right, Batman. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, but they wouldn't let him. <clears throat> Roger couldn't be sexy. Roger couldn't grow. Up. Mm. And he was like that. That was kind of like it was. That was hard for him. And I so and that makes sense. That makes a, a lot of sense, right? That you, even though you're on TV all the time, depending on how people find you or whatever, right? Or maybe if the girls did see you sexy and now they watch Sister Sister and they're like, well, maybe he's not. Yeah, because you I think all the girls that found him cute 
only found them cute when they was twelve. <laughs> like when they grew up, older they grew up. Like, genuine. They was like, nah, he was cute back in like when we was in sixth grade. <laughs> no, how old is it? No, how old is his wife? Like 20, 19, 20. She's she she no, 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 that's not that's not an exaggeration. No, she's, she can't drink yet, Joe. She can't drink. Right, yet. yeah, she's like 20. Y'all lying to me. No, 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 no. She's 20. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, Y'all gotta be joking. Oh well, okay, you right. And what she happened to be here? So it's like okay, it's like fine. He has found some child bride and made her and, and went for it. whatever. <laughs> That's but, the word. Okay, is, she's twenty two, Stacey. She's twenty two. When did she turn twenty two? Just now. So she was born uh, in two thousand. You know what? You stupid. Two thousand one. Huh? In April. Yeah, just not, so yeah, just and she just turned twenty two. Yeah, you don't know no immature song. But I think, but I feel like I think at their wedding, I think she was twenty. I think she. Was 20. I think no, she, she was. was uh, correction, she was nineteen when they got married. Yeah, they've been married for. About oh years. no! Wait a minute. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't Marcus Houston like forty three? I'm, I'm yes. forty three. Isn't he like forty four? He's, like, he's yes. born in eighty one. He's yes. he's been to forty two in August. Forty two. So are you sick? Okay, Stacy. I retort anything I said to you about what you just said about Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just say things just to be saying them. I tell y'all that every episode. I say I don't just say things just to be saying them. No, and you I, did your you did your homework all the way through. Jesus no. Christ, nineteen. Yeah. So here's the fun part about this: is that this isn't just okay. You know, like you know, some older men, some like older women, younger women, whatever. It isn't just that. It's his explanation for why he's with her. Like he met her. She was underage when they met. Like, I mean, no. she's already under. I mean, she's underage anyway. But she was underage. For under like, underage. Like, like fourteen. So it says on here they began dating in twenty eighteen. <clears throat> so if I do a quick math, five minus twenty two is seventeen. <laughs> and so, he and engaged said, in twenty nine. And engaged in twenty nineteen. He said so in a 18. recent interview that with wow. older, older women bring baggage they mm -hmm. had they might bring kids or things that they've dealt with in past relationships and somebody like him <laughs> at, his, at his grown age that's not something he's willing to deal with so with his wife he didn't have to deal with all that of course he didn't because she is a child yeah but yes. one thing about a child, a child is easy to manipulate. A child is easy to manipulate. So exactly. He can mold her into whatever the hell he wants her to be. And hopefully he doesn't break her. <sighs> or or wait, wait till she turn 30. Stacey, wait till she turn 30. Wait she turns 30. And it's like at this and point, she, she knows she, on his ass. she don't know shit. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Like, she's going to hit her with the Eddie. <laughs> people getting married young. Yeah, like, but I... I there's a, a definitely a level of I feel like you get married really young, you don't know anything else but that person. You know right. nothing else but mm -hmm. that person, right? Maybe you had yeah. one or two boyfriends before or something like that, right? But no, that's all you know is that person. So you you know what you like with them. You know, based on what they've told you that that's what you like, right? And it's very easy to be manipulated. And it happens all this. It's always happened. It's not. This isn't new. This is something that's yeah. always happened. Again, there's a difference between someone who is 60 and you end up dating somebody that's 40, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still a 20 year difference. There's a difference there. You know, it's like, oh, 60, 40, okay. But hey, whatever. But at 40, you're not manipulating me. You know better. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm manipulating you. But when you're 40 and praying on somebody that's 20, it's like, 
how like what and it's not even what do y'all have in common there are things that you're going to be able to talk about but it's a whole lot of shit that y'all fucking can't talk about that she was you were literally 20 when she was born bro have you ever even listened to an immature song have you listened to an mix song no you don't know my music for real you could be her father Literally, that's crazy. Literally, 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 literally dog. Father, not no teenage pregnancy shit. You like can real dad, father, like out of high school dad. Right, <laughs> you, legit. It's possible her fucking mama was listening to immature albums and had your shit on the wall. I was just about to say. <laughs> I was but just about to say his mama. mama I mean, her mama didn't listen to immature albums. But her like, mama had a crush on Romeo. <laughs> And that's why she allowed it. Wow. Kid, that's kind of scary. If I let my daughter date Batman, I might be able to pull yeah. it. Romeo might let me fuck. He at least <laughs> gonna be at the wedding. And we can find a little Asian half black dude from uh, House oh, Party yeah. 3 House and party. make it work. <laughs> With a little half pint. Half pint. Yeah, he makes an explanation the fact that you beating someone your own age and your fear is that they're going to come with baggage. There are plenty of women that are 40 who do not have children. Who That's a fact. Yeah. There are plenty of them. I'm, I'm, right, I'm about to say, Stacey don't have no children. And, but also, Stacey can't be manipulated. So, Stacey knows better. Stacey knows a whole lot better. Like I said, now, <laughs> a 60-year-old man out there who used to work at Chrysler or GM, um, and there's a pension check that is coming. You know what? <laughs> oh, he wants a pot of green and speed rub. I get it, baby. Yeah, man. Just take a ride I, with him. I, take I can a ride recognize the sound of a stroke. Okay, that's important. <laughs> take a ride can in the truck on Sunday. I can. Oh my god! Not right. Look, I said nope. I recognize. The, I recognize the signs. And she was a runaway too. That was the thing that's crazy about the whole situation with Marcus Houston. I'm sorry, what? She's a runaway. Yeah, she was missing since 2016, and then she reappeared. She was missing from Oregon. She's on. She was on the National Missing Children's website. She reappeared in 2018 with Marcus Houston right. on Instagram. No bullshit. You making the same oh, face hey. I'm making? Oh man. Scott making the same. That that show sound real Kelly-ish. Remember, he wrote that for him. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote in the club, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so now y'all gonna have me go watch that unsung again because maybe <laughs> I missed some stuff. Because clearly, I was just like, oh, that's nice. He married. Now I'm like, no. Nah. Wait a minute. She ain't ain't shit <laughs> No, ain't oh. shit, ain't shit wow. sweet. It's not. Like, well, I'm, I'm glad I was cut on a different cloth, man. I, I, I didn't look at babies like that. I'm sorry, I can't look like I got kids in my neighborhood. I just and they these little things be wearing the shortest of shorts. I can't look at them like that. I, hey, Mister Joe. Hey, baby, how you doing? Go on now. Point <laughs> just for me being that girl with the short shorts on, uh, walking up and down the street. If an old man tried to holler at me, I'd be like, oh my God, absolutely not, stranger. Yeah. Sir. Sir. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> like, sir, I'm friends with your granddaughter. <laughs> 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 you know, 
Oh, oh my god. I know your niece. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Tell Sarah I said hi. Just right. <laughs> you gotta play the greens for just no. No, I'm not that guy. Cause that's why I be telling my little girls on neighborhood, I just be like, baby, go on and put some pants on. You don't know, you don't need to flex this. I live in Florissant and that's all I got. And you know how these little hotel things work. Yeah. Lord, I just be trying. I try my damnedest. I swear I try to preach to them, can't do that. But they doing what they want to do. We turning up. It's okay. <laughs> oh, you're gonna turn the hell up all right. It's gonna be turned up, down, all around. <laughs> Mixing children. Brian no. McKnight. Man. Uh, has had a birthday recently. <sighs> Stacy. I will let Stacy take over from here. Um, his birthday didn't go as well as normal people's birthdays will go. He has, I think he is delusional to believe that people ain't got heat for him in the streets. Because I don't know why he turned up for like, hey, it's my birthday, y'all. You know, give me a birthday shout out. That's the wrong thing for you. This hey, like, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Go call your son. Right. Exactly. Go call your son. Got some foot powder to put on there. I'm sorry. I'm just Brian McKnight. So those of you not know, I absolutely love Brian McKnight. I wanted to see him in concert forever, and I've not made it. And I was like, this year is my year. This year. This I don't get. Damn, I'm going by myself. I don't care. I'm going to see Ryan McKnight. And what I knew or what I had realized over the last few years is that he didn't <coughs> talk much about his son. So he had two sons, um, uh, Ryan McKnight Jr. and me. <coughs> um, the big reason I knew their names is because he they toured with him. Um, and there's even a, a, a live album that he has, and there's a medley of songs that they do together. So that's why I, I love them. And I, I really was hoping to see them, um, which is how I, that's how I figured it out was because I wanted to see him with them in concert. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, I wonder what's going on. And then I knew that he had gotten divorced from his first wife. I knew that. Um, and I knew that he had gotten remarried. What I did not mm. realize is that with the new wife and he has new children, um, he has a new son who he also named Brian. Now, the, remember, first marriage, he has a son, Brian McKnight Jr. New wife, he has named his new son Brian. And people were like, that's a little weird. And apparently in 2018, 2019, his son Brian made some posts on uh, the internet and mm -hmm. said some things about Brian McKnight. His daughter, Brianna, um, sued him um, some years ago over uh, there was a defamation lawsuit that he sued her over. So the other, I guess, uh, within the last month or so on Twitter, somebody, you know, all it takes is one tweet for people to start Googling stuff. And yep. somebody mentions mm -hmm. that he was a bad dad. Um, people started looking it up and then people start adding him. So he makes a video to explain what is going on. I wish that his publicist would have talked to him first before he made this video. Um, and what's so, so fucked up about the video is that it's it's well thought out and planned. Like I, you can tell that he's reading what he, like he wrote this out to say it, right? Cause he, he's very calm. He doesn't stumble over his words. And not to say that he, you know, he's not, uh, uh, you know, eloquent enough to do that, but it's very, it's a very calculated move that he made to make this video. And the video, 
does not put him in a great light, right? It even as he's explaining, like you know, like this is what happened with my my daughter that apparently Brianna um, sued him, and they end up settling out of court for like three hundred. It was something about an insurance policy, a million dollar insurance policy she was suing over. Um, he she ended up settling out of court for three hundred eighteen thousand. She didn't ask for an apology or whatever. Right, we all made that face. So for something that's like it's essentially for him, it's like this is all about money. This is what this is, this is about money. Yeah. Um, after the kids wrote, or after uh, Brian Jr. <coughs> Brian McKnight says that he immediately contacted his lawyers and changed his will and wrote his wrote the kids out of the will. Damn. Um, so he said, I had, I don't know what was said in those posts. I don't know, I probably I can look it up, but he said that uh, basically it's irresponsible. Irreconcilable. He said, Basically, okay. he said, fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> you, not, you won't get a dime out of me. One, one red. That's what he said. That's exactly that was it. So no. it sucks. Wow. Like I said, one, um, I'm, I want to be careful when I say this. I'm not comparing what is going on with him and his children to any other artist who has had controversy. I'm not saying that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I love Ryan McKnight. This the the people that are no longer supporting him, that are canceling him. This is a hard cancellation for me. Um, it was mm-hmm. easier to drop R than it was to drop than it is to drop Ryan McKnight for me. Wow. Was, with R. Kelly, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. Like I'm I'm good. Cause he um, showed coming in October to River City. I was thinking. <laughs> wait, he's coming to wait. He's coming to River City to uh, perform. Yeah, and uh, I think in just, October. I want to say he was just here I, because <laughs> somebody just uh, tagged me in, um, in the uh, a thing for it about the tickets. So they're gonna be out there throwing tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your daughter! Right, right. Oh, your son. <laughs> well, you know, you know, he lost me the during, when he did the squirt video. I was like, no, I said, we're going down here, Mr. Uh, Mr. McKnight. Um, no, Joe, no the squirt video. video. I was just like, that's okay, bro. Story. That is that uh-huh. the beginning of the villain origin story. When you, see, like, <laughs> book, when you see the Pussy Works video, you're like, oh, wow. He's going to become Dr. Doom. We didn't know that, though. We didn't know that at the time. We thought, oh, this is kind of cute and funny. And everything just went from there. And next thing you know, he's Dr. Doom. I yeah. never thought it was cute and funny. But I, I, I'll say this. Oh, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. No, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't think he was serious, right? That's uh, That was my flaw. I no, he know. was serious until people start clowning him. Right. Yeah. I, yes. he was I remember at one point, he was going by the alias Craven Moorhead. What? Hold on. He has said it on 106 in part. He told it to free. There oh. is a, Are you serious? There are some I got to look this up. <laughs> his career pretend didn't happen. Can't y'all pretend with me? I pretend that the pussy work song didn't happen. Okay. Nah. I try I just I, I go listen to one last cry and I pretend that it didn't <laughs> man that I know. Okay, I go I'm back to his verse on "Let It Snow." That's yeah, the let Brian it snow. Yeah, that I it's know. like the "Let It Snow" anytime, Brian. McKnight. I don't know who. I don't know what that is. I'm not. I'm not dealing. With <clears throat> I guess because he was such the good guy back in the '90s. You know, he was so clean cut. You know, <laughs> and his albums were banging. Them first four, yeah, five, five, you know, he wasn't uh, 
take six as cousins. Was one of them is cousins. Yeah, yeah, one of them is cousins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's everybody. When I saw him in the Source magazine on a motorcycle smoking a cigarette, I knew it was downhill from there too. He was in the Source magazine. Hold on. And oh. he was matter of fact, I think it was either it was either Source magazine or like right ride magazine or something like that. My man had a whole Newport in his mouth, and I said, uh, Brian? Uh, <laughs> my man had a motorcycle. He got three <laughs> motorcycles on the back, a Cadillac. I didn't know how to respond to it. I'm just like, maybe he's just come, maybe you know how. You know how you've been good all your life, and then it's just like, well, I got money now. Like a midlife crisis. <laughs> I feel like, like oh snap! I see. I found it. It's in the dub. It's a dub cover shoot. Ah, that's what it was. It was Dub Magazine. Dub Magazine. <laughs> on, Dub Magazine. That is the cover for this this segment. That is the cover no. for this segment. My man got a Newport in his mouth. I'm like, Brian, no. Oh, gosh, it's not a Dub. Not the Tahoe on 24s. Bruh. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to it. I was just like, Brian, I got a, yeah. he got a whole yeah, like, chopper. He just chilling, cigarette in mouth. Right he was doing too many rap songs. In this one, he got the cigarette in his hand, in his fingers. They don't have it in his mouth. They got him in his fingers. That, that I can't find the one in his mouth, but he got it in his fingers. You see it down at the bottom of his hand. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, it, uh, I, like, it's at this point, like I said, what he said about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about I want to talk about this. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? Our our unsung heroes change in life. Thank you. The older we get, we're starting to see a lot of people in different in different. Like I say, never meet your heroes. So man, it's uh, like I said, I fucking love Brian McKnight. So <clears> and then, and not to say that I was wanting to let it pass, right? Like when people were going, like I knew the shit was crazy with the kids or whatever, right? And I was. I was I was in denial. I was letting it ride. I was like, well, I don't know what really happened. We we wasn't there. We don't know. We don't know what happened. And then he made the video. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Babe, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> that was the oldest thing we could have done, baby. You're not having to kick it like that. Get off that phone. Get off that phone. Get off that phone. <laughs> he didn't respond back. Oh my God, I gotta get off that crow. <laughs> right, he didn't respond back. Get off that phone. <laughs> Before we jump on everybody, I got one more topic. Uh, um, Coco comes out this week and says that she hated the song Week for a long time. She never liked it. She never wanted to perform it. Stacy Face! <laughs> That's almost blasphemy. Yeah. That's like that greatest song next yeah. to uh rain. Like, but, think, but she said she she said she thought she didn't know she didn't want she thought she was supposed to sing more powerful on it. And in a way that uh what was it, Brian Thompson had her sing was like more kind of smooth <coughs> and into it. She said, Ooh. if you listen to a lot of other songs, I kind of was more kind of built in a little bit more on those songs. And she's like, she didn't like the way it was arranged. Mm-hmm. The reason it was arranged like that because it's supposed to be for, that's Charlie Wilson's song. Yeah, I can nah. hear I can hear Charlie Wilson singing. That's that. weak. I can Charlie hear Wilson Charlie Wilson. That, it, it was written for Charlie Wilson and he he couldn't do it. He turned Shout it down. Shout out to all the girls that say week at the talent show. <laughs> <laughs> if you and your friends had to sing week at the challenge show. <laughs> or because here's the thing, you need the things that you could be a cappella with, right? Yeah, the guys have to change shy. <laughs> right. If you, if you wasn't doing week, if you wasn't doing tonight, what the fuck was you doing? 
What oh, anything Wanye Morris song? Is my living in vain. Or understanding. Look, is my living in vain? Understanding definitely. It's is my living in vain? Vein. Yes, but that was more for the church girls. <laughs> that's that's who was. Yeah, that's, that's, for, that's for grandma and them. That's for grandma. Grandma. Right. Like, yeah. nah. But the. If you weren't doing that, like if you weren't doing that, yeah, I should have been trying to make up dances. That's it. Though that was your life. Either we singing or we making up dances. Are we dancing? Wow. One singing, and if you three of us dance, and if you're trying to be, a, if you're trying to be a, a double threat, you can do both. All That's right. all I'm saying. And if you can't dance, you at least got to be cool. <laughs> At least you got all oh, that one dude that had that really big herringbone that was this wide for no apparent damn reason. It flapped over like this. It... Why do we wear those? Anyway, up. What the hell else were you doing in middle school? That's what you did. Yeah. We're Let's trying see. to figure it out. Think we are here. We think we finna get recording contracts and get this shit right on recess. Heavy start. Like, oh, step one. Like, messing up. Y'all coming out to the recess late. We ain't getting these practices in. So-and-so on punishment because she uh she ain't do the dishes last week. So now she can't get on the phone tonight, so we can't practice with her. <laughs> spring talent show. We got to get on the hey, phone. How many real... I said, real talk, how many kids singing groups really did, like, turn up like that? Like, that we knew, like, how, what, what if ABC was, like, 10 of them? But like five of them was in like on punishment before the uh before the uh the introduction uh you know to Michael Bivens, you know, like stuff like that. And it was like maybe it was three cats and crisscross, but the one oh dude was God. on punishment. It was one that just kept he getting in trouble. <laughs> that one dude yeah. his daddy was like, Nope, nope. I mean, I know boys the men was like that. Boys the men was like that. Yeah, boys it was a fifth, was wasn't it a fourth like, member of SWB? Six, six members of Boys the Men. The one six. dude that seemed uh, on the song with Beyonce on um, on the uh, Best Man soundtrack was the fifth member. He left right when they got the record mm -hmm. deal. So he uh -huh. did all this stuff to yeah. get up there. And then the sixth dude that was in that group right before that ended up becoming a serial killer. Damn. Yeah, yeah we needed him out. We was good. We was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were like six or seven of them in the original Boys the Men. It was like a, Damn. it was like a, almost a choir almost originally. Now Michael Bivens said that. Because if you see on the, uh, what was it, the new edition thing on BET, it was like a gang of them at first. Mm -hmm. And then it was just, yeah, out of nowhere. And then he said it on the interview. He was like, yo, it was like eight of them. You know how you talk. And I was just like, yeah. there was eight members? They had a choir. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Nelson, actually, that dude also joined As Yet. He's the lead singer As Yet, too. Yeah, I would say one of them joined another group. Yeah, yeah the dude that left right before okay. they blew up is the lead singer of As Yet. Wow. Uh, I, saw the I think it's Mark Nelson. I think it's Mark Nelson. I think the name is right. I think the name, I think Mark Nelson is the name. I think that is correct. Yeah, it is. I mean, right. but that's just like look at Drew Hill. Look at Drew Hill. Drew Hill got like nine members now. Oh, yeah. They uh, because they end up putting in uh the, the fellas from player. Yeah, they yeah, are so it's it is. They are over there running a halfway house for singers. <laughs> now, Man, I have look. a question about that uh, for y'all. Is the Catherine player the weed man for them? Because I'm trying to figure out how they parlay one song into joining a group that has 10, 12 like, bonafide hits. How'd you parlay the one song into <laughs> being in a group with like, 10, 12 hits? Right, we're going to sing all y'all songs, got we got to do 10 <laughs> 
we gotta do cheers for you. <laughs> we gotta do cheers for you. I'm not saying what I'm saying, but you got play and you don't even have all the members of play. You don't even yeah, have yeah. right. They're saying y'all missing static. And how did y'all look? Phone calls were made, and I, that's one of the most mysterious things to me, like how they pimped that into like joining that group. Yeah, but, that's a good question. You could have got like, Mexico on that, that. Mr. Had no. And not to be funny, they sound hella good. We saw yeah, them in Chicago, good. and I was just like, yeah, yeah, they don't sound bad. They sound, they, it sounds like a choir, hey. but I mean, and it's just be, like, dang, and it sounds like a male choir. Real. It sounds like that one male choir that just said, you know, hey, baby, come on, do that one song that y'all did. And that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a male choir, but it sounds hella full. It sounds real good. I know uh, Jagged Edge and 112 did that at one point. That's like they was kind of performing each other's song. They were still doing their own songs, but some songs like Jagged Edge would do some 112 songs, like some like um, the B-side songs, and then 112 would do like a couple Jagged Edge B-side songs. Oh, that's Lord, hold on. Stop <laughs> the presses. There was a super group tried to, that, was the, the, that tried to be made called Blaze, in 2006 and 2007, that included oh God. Little G from Silk. Oh, man. The little uh, <laughs> Mark Nelson of As Yet. Okay. Um, Terrell Phillips of Black Street and Tony Grant of As Yet. That was supposed to be the first super group they claim called Blaze. B-L-A-Y-S-E. I'm assuming that's Blaze. Sound like the Avengers. Anyway. Um, those are the sleep. Yeah, we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, though. Seriously, man. Just Posted. <laughs> it's just me and those just sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world. Yeah, we said labor of love. He said labor of love. I didn't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch, though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey, man, this nigga just tall for no reason. We do regular jobs. Don't forget that. No, no, no. That's the low Avengers. That I don't even Because I mean, groups right. wasn't even popping then. That's when no, groups yeah. was falling off. That's yes, literally when groups were starting to like. We need to reevaluate the term super group. <laughs> yeah, because new addition is the new addition is the the. No, this the top super group. Oh, they're, they're trying to come back right now. Twenty uh, is a 2020. They are trying to reform right now. Yeah. Who? Blaze. Blaze. Super group that never was. No. Mm -mm. We have Keep to that to yourself. Super group. <laughs> this is a gang of niggas. <laughs> and one loud nigga. <laughs> and then you got that <laughs> one little dude at home in the back. Like, no, why are we doing this? Scott, you talking about Lil G? Yeah, that yeah. loud. Boy, that dude loud. Oh, Lil G. That's... Oh that boy God. loud. He can sing with he loud. <laughs> Uh, hey, there's only one super group, but that's TGT. I'm just joking. I'm <laughs> no. I mean, they're number two hey. behind LSG. Yeah. Hey. LSG was a super group. Oh, that was a super group. That's a super group. I yeah. mean, low key, they said they was going back in the studio before Gerald passed away. Like, they was doing the album. Yeah. That is actually true. That because um, yeah. Um Tyrese said it in the interview. Oh no, 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 no. Um, not Tyrese, uh Jenny Wine said it in the interview. Oh, they go back they were actually them? going back and the, they was actually going back and then he ended up passing away. Yeah. That's literally what happened. Damn. So he was supposed to. And then, yeah, I bodyguard people and they tell me stuff. <laughs> 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 so you know 
them cats would have been to make so much bread right now with the yeah. LSD tour. They would be Charlie Wilson out there just touring every summer with Keith Sweat, Gerald Levert, and Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill would not have got back to New Edition. He wouldn't have got back to New Edition. No, he wouldn't have. He'd have been able to do this. Or, well, the even at the New Edition concert, they do some LSG stuff. And yeah, I, they but, do. But Keith, Keith Sweat do most Keith does of it. it but oh, I would, okay. I would come wow. out and do it with him, or you know, whatever. So it would, but it would have been amazing to be able to do at a, a concert, really have an LSG set. Mm, yeah. And if well, and here's a question though: if you, well, you don't get paid. Like you, everybody gets their share, right? So the thing with the new edition, you know, everybody get their share. But yeah. if BBD performs, if Ronnie DeVoe performs with New Edition and with BBD, does he get two checks? You just get one. That's a good question. I'm going to say that they get two separate checks. Yeah. For Am what I, I have. Is this a festival? Am I on two different stages? Ah. Because <laughs> if What's I leave that stage and, and, and get on that set? part, I'm just, golf I'm just, just on tour. I'm just on tour. So this is uh, whoever's opening. For, so let's we can do the new edition tour right this right now. It's going. Okay. So Tank opens up. Guy comes out. And then after that comes out, Keith new Sweat. edition comes out. Well, well Key Sweat comes Keith out, Sweat. and then new edition comes out, and then in, within new edition, BBD performs, Johnny Gill performs, Bobby performs, Bar Tra- right. so everybody gets to perform, do everything. But you throw in there, you take Guy out, you literally just take Guy out, oh, if you want to, and you can do whatever you said. Damn. Like that, that's not a shade thing with Guy. It's just a to keep it going to just be like, okay, like now we just got. Uh, the LSG do a little set, but eh, I mean, how many? Why songs- they get the Joe Levert hologram? I'm surprised. You know what? <laughs> what was Facey Facey, Facey. Facey. What was his fans called? What with the teddy bears? What, teddy what, bear. That, that was they. The, the, his fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What kills me is uh, Kim Whitley talking about Gerald Levert and how they were, you know, they were together when he died. And there's Gerald a, was a lot, a lot of women. He it's a lot of women. Yeah, he Monique. Well, <laughs> according to Kim Whitley, I'm sorry, he was with Monique. According to Kim Whitley, the only reason that her and Gerald Levert did not get married is because he died. Who? Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley. That's what she said. There's. there's that's a, what she said. said. She is the interview where she says it. She's like, the only reason me and Gerald did not get married is because he died. Wow. So apparently she was with him, like that was officially the last girlfriend that he was with. Now I can't say unofficial. This was with Candy Burris. That's what it says on on his on his Wikipedia. Hey man, Gerald was hey Gerald was Gerald's in the streets. <laughs> yeah, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Howard. Yeah, Mickey yeah. Howard like three or four years. Yeah. <laughs> Man, man, Gerald was putting in work. Hey, like, not, man. He said, man, I only got so much time left on this world. He's like, <laughs> he's like you know, the rude boys, that's really uh, me. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it. <laughs> hey, look. Take it to the bridge. To the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part. As a kid. You he overshadowed his own group on their first single. Yeah, why you smoke up like that, man? That man was the greatest hype man ever, right? Immediately. So it does feel like it's his song. So it's like Gerald Levert featuring. 
Hey, I bet you uh, Eddie was there when they was recording. He was like, man, you better go in there and show them how it's done. You better say it with your chest. No, because if you actually hear the, no, if you hear that Rude Boy song, not to be funny, they do sound hella intimidating. That's all they sound. And then here comes Gerald. And that's exactly what Eddie does on Forever Mine. Yes. Yes. It's in the bloodline. Yes. Gerald Levert in my top 10. I'm sorry. It's mellow, and then here come Eddie screaming at you. <laughs> even changes to keep up with it. Because Eddie he, about to scream at you. And it's not like, to be you funny, he don't even do that to start with the heaven. You don't have uh, to yeah, hurt me to get my yeah, love. I'm already here. I can hear you. <laughs> you don't scream at me. He's like, nah. <laughs> you gonna get oh my God. You're gonna get all of it. <laughs> You're gonna get all of this love. And it's loud. I'm gonna mess around. I'm gonna be on stage doing the Gerald Levert songs, uh singing funny. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's showmanship. Yeah, hey, it's, show. it's called. Stage and you got to pull the rag out your pocket and wipe. Your right, right. <laughs> I got to wear an old S curl. <laughs> it's called stage presence. Oh Look my god! Up. My favorite memory of Eddie though was when uh, Michael Jackson died. When he was like, "Yeah, I saw Michael dancing and shit," and they didn't cut it on BT. <laughs> <laughs> If that, if that boy ain't all our uncle, I swear for God. <laughs> Gerald LeBert was everybody's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> how, I mean, how do y'all think he'd be y'all think he'd be thriving right now still? Oh, oh. I think that uh yeah, yeah. you know he found Trey Songs. He yeah, did? that's right. Yep. He, he found it. look it up. He found Trey yep. Songs. He was in that first video. Uh, yeah, just gotta make it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. He found Trey Song. He found uh, actually a bunch of cats and then did a whole lot of songwriting and background. Yeah, so he did a lot of stuff. That's probably that's exactly what he'd be doing. Like, and even if he wasn't consistently touring, there would be tours. Because I didn't realize how young he was when he died. Oh, he was hella young. Yeah, because he he'll still be in his late forties, early fifties now. Maybe early fifties, probably. I think early fifties he would he put it, yeah. I think he would have been like fifty two. He'd be fifty, he'd be fifty seven. Yes. 57. Oh, okay, I'm all the way off now. <laughs> he died at 40. He died at 40. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he was, I knew he was pretty young when he passed. Yeah, those Mother's Day jams that they be having, he'd be on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll, you know what? He'll be at the same for 10 years. If you could, look, Joe, if you could just point to the lie on the screen. Just point, point to, to the lie. Hold on, point to the lie. Can you just point to the lie on the screen? Oh, it's because it's not there. <laughs> Oh my God! Mother's Day jam, <laughs> the Valentine's Day jam. Yeah, man. Yep. Oh, don't let it be a festival. Fourteenth <laughs> caller and get them tickets. He'd have had one of he'd have, you know remember them Budweiser festivals back in the yeah. day. That would have been Gerald all the way back. <laughs> Gerald and Mary J. Blige. Well, <laughs> It'd be an auntie and uncle fest. Hey. <laughs> Hey, some of the best sandals yeah. you could ever see. Come on now. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd have been right out there with I remember going to the Budweiser Super Fest with my daddy, like, man, he's why I'm, I'm oh I'm the youngest I, cat here. <laughs> they found I found a website that did every lineup of the Budweiser Super Fest from 1980 to 2001 and listed Ooh. out the only year they got missing the year they got missing is 96. 
96. It's, it's for DC. So, I, you know, it changes up sometimes city to city. Yeah. But at least do a good framework of like the main headline artists. Right. Yeah. Where's, where's the one that I found? The one that's the Budweiser, the one that was in St. Louis, the one that my mama went to. The like, one that ended at like five. Yeah. The one that ended at five in the morning. Stevie ain't go on until five. Yeah, wonder, yeah. <laughs> Stevie didn't go on until five. Joe, this is not yeah. not an exaggeration. Right. Yeah, this, he didn't get off till five. Yeah. yeah, essentially, you have to find someone who uh, whoever was there was eighty one, eighty two. Who was there? Right. So it was like I think it was like eighty two, something like that. So, yeah. um, Superfest went on, right? So it's got all of the top acts. Tickets was like seven fifty. Like I mean, the 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 people that were there and the price of the ticket is just insane, right? It was but, at Bush yeah. Stadium, wasn't it? It was mm -hmm. at Bush. It was at it was at the old Bush Stadium. <coughs> mm -hmm. Last time black folks was allowed up in there, write that down. So what's <laughs> going on? Everybody is jamming. Samantha's mama was on the east side waiting on the after party to start. Shit, and it never happened because the party went the on. Still going. I'm gonna tell you that Stevie did not go on until five o'clock in the morning. Parents were calling the police looking for their kids. Wow. A child went to that concert at Bush Stadium and has not come home. And the police were telling people, ma'am, the concert is still going on. What a time. To be alive. First of all, that's last, amazing. Last time. Niggas that's said, amazing. The last time. Yeah, my mom was there pregnant with me. That's what I'm saying. Like, no. Look. Not to be funny, so my father owned a tavern called Casablanca back in the day. He co-owned his uh, tavern over there on McLearn. And them cats used to come to my pop's tavern over there on, uh, on yeah, over there on McLearn. And I swear, that's why I met Cameo and all them cats, man, uh, dude. No. And they'd come up in there drunk. And then I'm talking about my father filling them up with all the liquor they possibly can and ribs. And, man, and then you got the Coke man over here trying to. sell to him. I'm like, dog, what is going on? Next night. <laughs> Bud Rise Superfest, Saturday, July 10th, 7.30 a.m. at Bush Stadium. Get down with the seven th Wait, 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 wait. Go back. 7.30 a.m.? No, oh, sorry, 7.30 p.m. Oh, Jesus Christ. You went to that original flyer no. we found, Stacey? Huh? You went to that original flyer we found? No, yeah, I found it. Like, I, I know I sent it to my mama. So, I said, like, I went with those messages. So, Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones and Friends, featuring Patty Austin and James Ingram, Maze featuring Frankie Beverly, Ashford and Ooh. Simpson, Sister Sledge, Cool in the Gang. Tickets That's available. 82. Wait a minute. Tickets available at all famous bar Ticketmaster locations. <laughs> at Northland. <laughs> oh, my God. Eagle Sports, Joe's Music, Hudson Records, Cisco's on the East Side, or called <laughs> Dow Ticks. <laughs> Nick, you remember Dow Ticks? Mm -hmm. Yes. Their rain shine. Twelve dollars and fifty cents to fifteen fifty. Oh, so it's twelve fifty, fifteen fifty, seventeen fifty, and twenty dollars VIP on field seats and field boxes. Wow. Twenty dollars for that ticket. For all that heat. That's a whole lot of heat on one stage, first right. of all. And the reality that folks was probably scrambling to get that twenty. Mm -hmm. Damn. I think I think 83 might have it beat, Stacy. Okay. Uh oh. Lakeside, Mary Jane Girls, Midnight Star, Rick James. Hey, Rick. Oh, well, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> too, man. This is for DC. They changed it up per cities because yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. have wonder at the uh the one. Well, this is for DC. There's somebody that charted all of them. They don't uh 82 uh, for DC has Aretha Franklin, Cool in the Gang, Maze. 
Patrice Russians and Sister Sledge for they yeah. Show. So yeah, that's all right. Cool in the gang was probably on every city. That's what I'm saying. It's always yeah. one of the Cool in the gang, Frankie Beverly, Sister Sledge, and Cool in the gang were at every city. Okay. So St. Louis got Stevie Wonder and Quincy Jones and Ashford. Okay. Because that was when what celebration came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cardinals won the world. That was the Cardinals, Cardinals World, the world Series. Song. Yeah. Well, I'ma say the celebration was my daddy's song. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But Joe, let's talk about your music some, man. Uh let's right, you be singing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Real quick, before we go into that, I'll be sure Earth Wind and Fire, <laughs> Freddie Jackson, Tina Marie. <laughs> this is 1988. I'm sorry. I had to go with it. I was just like, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um music is doing good, y'all. Um I'm about to finally get back in the studio myself. So Miss Chris, uh, shout out to Miss Chris, shout out to Black Love in general. Um, and basically, hey, Miss Chris, right, let's, 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 let's back up. Right, let's talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, we got Let's let's go there. Black Love. Yes, ma'am. Wait, wait. What's that? <laughs> Black Love is a collective of five people. Um, me, JLR, Miss Chris, uh, Rashad Whittier, DJ Reminis. Hold on, uh, James Doherty, and hold on, now <coughs> six. Now it's after, now it's after trip off of it, and uh, Kellen Goodwin. And basically, we just put oh, together good, this crew where we got tired of some of the music that was being played at the time, and plus it was trying to embrace black love in general. So that's what we was going for. Let's yeah. embrace black love. They don't think a man and a woman don't love each other no more. They don't think that we can coincide anymore. So, okay, let's show that. Let's, let's give them the ups, the downs, in outs, everything. So that's what Black Love was. It was just basically we were a soul crew, still is a soul crew, because now we're thinking about putting out Black Love 3, volume 3, which is, I got, shout out to the UK. Shout out to the UK, because right now the UK is the reason why we even still moving. Um, really? They are spinning us, they're trying to get us out there right now, and it's been beautiful. No, no lie. We've been performing a little bit, not a lot of bit, but a little bit. But it has it's working, y'all. Let me say that. It's just a soul collective of a bunch of people that just said, hey, listen, understand, visualize and experience. We're, and that's what the love part means, the L-U-V-E. Yeah. So the whole thing is we want to give y'all the true black love experience. That's all it really was. That's what's up. Yeah, look at that. Look, I made Daryl happy tonight. <laughs> Do you need any extra vocals? You know what, Stacey. <laughs> you know, not to be funny, we actually are trying to do another. We not to be funny, but with this next one, we find uh, Black Spade will be a part. Uh, several others, uh, Nato, uh, Nato Khalif, all of them. Like we basically are putting together because we said if this may be the last one, which I don't think it will be. We just talking loud, ain't saying nothing. Uh, because right now, Miss Chris got went into her EP and it, her EP was amazing. Both of them were amazing. They doing big numbers over there in the UK. They killing it. I mean, she and but she but now she was just like, all right, Joe, it's your turn. So mm -hmm. I'm the one sitting back, finishing up in the studios and everything, because I promise you, it's just in between photography, videography, everything else I do as a Jamaican bloodline. I'm, I'm just saying as a songwriter <laughs> myself. Um, yes, ma'am. You know, I just didn't know. You know, I just just trying to see how I can be involved. Like, there's a couple of songs I've written. Uh, one of them is called "Where's My Alimony Check." Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, another one is called Rent is Due on the Third. You know and what? That's, and that's really a love song. <laughs> that is a song about love, life, and loss. Oh my God. Yes, ma'am. We that's what we're gonna call it. Yeah. Um, that's what that's about. So I'm just saying, like, if you need some inspiration, I mean, I got some, you know, I, I, I've written some things. Oh, my goodness. First of all, uh, the inspiration was me and you walking home from uh, school every day <laughs> from them doggone bleachers. And next, you know, yeah, Joe, I think you should go ahead and do this singing thing. That that was Stacy, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know what? You sound all right. Right. <laughs> and, and so here's the thing, though. Like, I, I hate listening to people's music that I know. Because I'm always afraid that what if I don't like it? And you're going to ask me, do I like it? And what's your favorite yeah. song? And I'm going to be like, um, it was the one towards the end. It was one of the last tracks or something like that. Or uh, was one, of, one of them. It was the uh, it was an interlude that you did that I really liked. Because I, and, I, and because of that, I won't listen to people's stuff. Because I'm like, I just don't, I'm afraid. But I actually have heard Joe. And so I think that's the highlight is that I had already heard you. <laughs> I knew what you sounded like, so it's like okay, I can press play on this because I know that something good is actually going to come out of the speaker. But yeah, the, so are anyone who's ever sent me their music to listen to? I didn't listen to it. It's, I did. Let, let's just say it, it goes my way too, because I swear I've had so many people, and this ain't no disrespect to anybody, but I always have everybody because they think we big time. And don't get me wrong, it's not that. It's like, yeah, man, you should listen to our music. And I, I listen to it next year, and I'm like, <sighs> and I'm a nice guy. I don't like <laughs> I don't my like face, to tell people. My face will do everything. This, so that's I'm like, I, that's not for you. It's not yeah. for me. And even when we used to do the old show, when we used to do ham, people would always want us to listen to their stuff. And it's like, I mean, true enough, we did break. Um, she got some um, what was it? Some fire and some food stamps. We did break oh, that. Yeah. We did break that song. Okay, uh, but I mean, I've been trying to get Joe to get on the remix for uh, me and Javon's up, uh, you know, platinum hood single. Uh, our dedication to the great Marion Barry, bitch, you set me up. <laughs> We're trying to get him on the remix for. It. Um, the beat is already out there. Shout out to um, uh, uh, JBJR uh, official beat DJ. It's a, and we have uh, Marion Barry as a guest star on the song. <laughs> Please, is that serious? <laughs> you don't just say things just to be saying them, Joe. I know, believe I totally believe it's that. That's the real. It's called set me up, comma. You set me up. <laughs> came back and won again. Look, sir, Marian you Barry. you like you get the um get the studio time ready. I'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it at reminiscence. I, I'll send it over to you. You just lay down something right <laughs> on the back of it. You know, kind of how I, they did. Uh, they did uh, um Masego and um my boy Devin Morrison wrong with everybody thinking that song Yams. Oh, the Yams. It's fucking um uh uh. What's the dude that's with the jail with the messed up eye? Uh, a Fetty Wap. Yeah, yeah. people think it's Fetty Wap song. Yeah. Okay, so I just watched the Charlie Mur uh, not Charlie Murphy, the Charlie Wilson um NPR, and he did it. And yeah, he said, I bet y'all don't know I was on this. And I'm like, Yeah, it's a remix of he did song, remix, yeah. But people think Fetty Watt redid it. <laughs> no, they came and then got Ron Isley and him came and got on his remix to their original. Yeah. See, this that's the problem with music right now. Everybody think that it's just like 
All right, bro. Appreciate the original because it's Fetty Wap. We know that was auto tuned out of his mind. Oh, we know it was it was engineered to perfection. They, I mean, and I've seen these engineers. I've been in. Okay, prime example, Suburban Pro. You okay? It was this one dude. My man thought he was killing it in that doggone. Uh, and I was just there because I'm about to go in there and get into the studio myself. My man, I was, and, and, and my man, and when I sit here and tell you, dude hit some button, twisted a bunch of other stuff, and my man sounded like Luther. I was just like, hold up. <laughs> but point, that's that's the that's industry not, now. Is that one I would know that's not me and be like. Hey, I don't want to have a million of vanilla situation. What? Where I could go and, and, and I'd be in the wrong club and get my ass kicked. So <laughs> I need you to go ahead and run that. Just give me half of that. Just don't give right. me the full <laughs> We get hard. Bro, and when I sit here and tell you, my man, it the, the song sounded great. And I'm just sitting here like, this is why these engineers make so much money. This is why Timberland and, and Scott Storch, they stuff. make all this money for a reason. Because they make some people look real good, boy. Oof. That's how we're getting all these AI songs. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so afraid of that AI stuff now. When I heard that notorious big AI, I was just like, hold up. And then I heard the Michael Jackson AI. And then I heard, like, I'm like, okay, y'all going too far now. You talking about the, the Down for My Niggas of Michael Jackson song? Yeah. You know, that was real. Yeah. And I was just like, no, y'all can't. Now we can't do this. Biggie, I know that I thought they were just joking around with like, but Stacey, that dog on Michael Jackson, I was like, y'all cut it out. Your mic out, Stacy. We can't hear you. <laughs> we can't. Anime Bullock, now hit the hit the hit the mic now. Wi Fi. <laughs> she said <laughs> one second. One second. <laughs> <laughs> come back in, come in, come back out, cause your your screen got uh fuzzy too. Yeah. Tell Big Sip to pay his um uh, internet. You know what? You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but the Masego thing, and that song is super super dope. Uh, Masego and Devin Morrison and Yams, man. Yeah, yeah. That's like my, that's like my new Thanksgiving theme song. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> because you think the song is talking about uh, uh you know being with a woman, it's yeah, more about yeah. him getting money and like getting something to eat. Like the song yeah. is truly yeah. about that. Try to get to the yams. <laughs> hey. But you know, everybody kept saying that, you know, did they steal that from Martin? Did they steal it from Big Ja? It was just because, you know, there's an episode where Big where uh, Martin said, you know, I'm trying to get to the yams. And he said it. And everybody kept saying, okay, are they taking this from Martin or are they taking it from Big Ja? Because we've been hearing a lot from Big Ja. Well, nobody says anything on that. But anyway. Or, 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 or Bernal Hill. Didn't Barnell Hill say that? He's like, in the yams. Yeah, that's what he said. In the yams. Are the that's, what, that's the episode. Yeah, he said he's trying to And I swear, everybody in their mama like, man, they stole it from Martin. Like, they oh, they stole it from Big Ja. It's just like, y'all, just appreciate it for what it is. <laughs> you back, Stacey? Like, we can't hear you. Mike's still out. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy did that auntie finger like mm. yeah. <laughs> that, that lip get thin. <laughs> so for the next Black Love album, Joe, like what what's what's y'all you say y'all got NATO coming on there, y'all got Black Spade potentially coming on. What's someone you would love to work with that's feasible? We ain't saying like man, I would love to work with Michael Jackson. And that's not <laughs> obviously yeah. you know, like real like attainable things that you would want to like work with for for uh you know collaborate with. 
Um, I mean, not to be funny, but right now I'm talking with Eric Roberson. Ooh, you a hero? Ooh. Yeah, so he, he comes here in June 25th, so we're going to have a conversation. That's all I can say. Ooh, but okay. him and Anthony Hamilton are like my, hey, bruh, whenever you ready. It's like, that's 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 my two people. I would love to say Jill. I would love to say Jill. I just I just know me and Jill might jail too much together, you know. It's Jill. <laughs> you know, she like them tall and dark, you know. And <laughs> you, be, you be running the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Hall of Nights, uh, baby. Hey, first of all, I went down there to Nashville for my birthday, and uh, Jill Scott had a concert down there. Bruh, she had every man up in there just looking like, hey, baby, uh, uh, <laughs> Jill talking. I need I need you to listen to her um, because she's saying them good words that would get me to Jill. Uh, <laughs> not you. Jill was down there having some brothers look, uh, questioning their marriage. <laughs> and it was a great concert. That's all I can tell you. Right? She's doing the second album on tour, right? Say it again. She's doing the second album on another tour like she did the first album, right? Yeah, so she's doing the first album right now. Where And, and don't get me wrong. She literally is doing In Order. The first song to the last. Yeah, I mean, she's doing the second album now, right? Because the first album she did right before COVID. Is she? Because yeah, no, because what we saw was who is Jill Scott. Oh, okay, yeah, that was what the, the the tour originally started right before COVID. Like, because I went to go see her at the Fox, mm -hmm. and that was in February 2020. We got locked down in March. Yeah, you know, and not to be crazy, that's what halted Black Love. Really? Literally. We was they um we got pulled in on a tour for iLive, uh iLive and Global Soul. Next thing you know, literally the world shut we had uh we did the vibrate out. I mean we did the song vibrate. Let me do it right. We had a um a performance. We had a performance over there by the Fox. Next thing you know, we said in two weeks we're gonna do the video for vibrate. We did the video for vibrate in two weeks. Literally the world got shut down a week after. Mm. And it was just like they had us set up to go over there for uh Soul Live, all this stuff. Like literally, we was just sitting back, like, here it is, y'all. The world shut down. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID just said, nah, black love, we good. So yeah. next thing you know, it kind of like it, it kind of like it held us back. It held us back bad. Can't hear you still, Stacy. Oh, it's right here, bro. People that are listening, y'all can y'all y'all can see people that's watching, y'all can see her. <laughs> she has so much to say. <laughs> Probably gotta disconnect the ear the earbud. Is it the earbuds? Is it the earbuds? No, I say take it off. It's right the earbud. She said, "Oh, she connected them to try to oh. get another sound." Oh, I think it's, uh, see if you can uh because. Tell Big Sip to pay that bill because I think it should be you know, a little shaky over there. It was raining. It was, it was raining. I'm sorry. We can't you really are gone. <laughs> we all read everything she just said. You got to go back to the headquarters. Oh my God. All I heard was. <laughs> yeah, yes, dear. 
Yes, the uh oh, she said, Let me go get him. Let me go get him. <laughs> she hit him with the let me go get him. You got to fix this. My wife do that all the time. She like, baby. Next you know, I end up just pressing reset. Let me go fuck with this router. <laughs> <laughs> they supposed to have our next segment going on. Uh, oh my goodness. But yeah, that's what haunted black love. No lie. And it was the most jacked up feeling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, the AT and T uh, uh, call center. Uh, call center joint. <laughs> she about to get all these credit cards today. Uh, <laughs> she working Covidian. <laughs> no, what's the uh, one place that everybody worked at back in the day? Uh, uh, Converges. Oh my! By <laughs> <Or> MCI. <laughs> oh my God. Is you, you, you in that anime? Oh Lord Jesus! No. <laughs> and we not playing with you, bro. We can't hear you. We're literally not joking. Okay. <laughs> wow! Just take it out. There you go. Yes, ma'am. You you good? Pull up on your phone. <laughs> if we could do the last part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'ma call this in. <laughs> they said they said tripping. Right, right. I'ma call this in. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm on. Do. <laughs> I'ma call corporate. I'ma call corporate. Right. <laughs> all up with convergence and MCI, like Scott said, that's where all that's where all the bad chicks used to work at too. That was trying to get yeah. their money up before they got them a baller. Yeah, like they had mm-hmm. to get their dress money up to get to the club so they could get a ball. Especially man, listen, the Rams or anybody like that that was coming, especially when Autumn Cast was coming to town back in the early two thousands. Oh, yeah, getting yeah. everybody coming in town. You can yeah, yeah. Nelly had it popping, man. Nelly and Chingy had it popping from uh, from two thousand to about oh six oh seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it was it was about two thousand ten. I think about saying we still getting residuals. Yay. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, look here. First of all, the 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 information I know about Ali and all, uh, no, I've learned my lesson to just hush now. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah, because I don't understand. Like, I didn't know it was like world's greatest breakup at the time. Up oh, and there she is. She's back. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, yes dear. And listen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. How you doing, Stacey? <laughs> oh, humaned up and everything. Up and, like you was answering something, she was like trying to ask you a question, and I could see her, and I was like, "We can't." Yeah, we can't. <laughs> like, I have so many questions. <laughs> so here's the fun part: is that yeah, first up, y'all know that I never know what the hell I was talking about, so oh I'll never. Who knows what the hell I was going to ask you, Joe? I'll yeah. never know the answer to that. It's question. okay, dear. Look here. I don't. I've moved. I gotta move on. Okay. Question that didn't. I gotta move on in life. Our fun section with our guests. Where we we normally we do random eighties nineties stuff, but we since it's Black Music Month, mm-hmm. and you and the group Black Love, we gonna do the Black Music Month questions. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> these are hit, these me, are hit me with it, Daryl. Let's do this. <laughs> These ain't like quiz where like you lose your blackness or nothing. These ain't yeah, like yeah, yeah. This is your preference. <laughs> okay. I do want to come out with a card game called your uh, like you lose your blackness. Like where there like you one. there are ones that are out there. Like, y'all get your black card to vote. Yeah. Yes. Got- no, no, no. I'm talking about for real. Where like you have to keep your car with you. Like when we <laughs> make the full game 
and like we can really weed out the real people over time. Oh my god! <laughs> I, if I see you at the mobile, I'm like, man, you got your black card on you? Oh no, my I ain't god! Got one. All right, man. Look, hey, next time I see you, man, you next better have it. You better card. have it on you, or you ain't gonna have it on you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Hang> you, <it> then. <laughs> Like, you don't get people white, shot around here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and if you're white, you get a punch card. Like, you know, like, so you can, you know, uh, you know, you can use slang, black slang five times a year. And like every time you use it, you have to hand it to the black person you said it in front of and they have to punch it like a punch card. Yeah, then like you, 10 punches. Something that was kind of like not in your wheelhouse by the end, you can get punched. Oh and that's kind of like the way we kind of run it to kind of keep up, keep everything in, up and up for black people. That's yeah, crazy. Black card. <laughs> Part of reparations. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. That was by a sponsorship of uh, Straight Out of Low Cash Edward. Because, <laughs> so, hey, let that, let that game go big. I'm be, I was like, hey, I was there. I was there when he said it. My 5%, not 10, not 20, just 5. That's all I mean. <laughs> I mean, I would love for it to be like a part of black businesses. If you get your black card, you get 10% off at Red's Barbecue. No, you, you know. just go up to a random white person and be like, name a Luther Vandross song. Like, what the You can get you a, a temporary black car for knowing that from a black person. Yeah, name an Anita Baker song. Right, right. How clean is it? Are we trying to get the sweet potatoes or yams? Which one are we trying to get to? Baby, when I tell you I hated her, all right, so. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So, in honor of Black Music Month, I want to ask you some questions about some of your favorite songs that are Black. Okay? So, no, leave that white shit alone. We ain't doing it. Um, you know what? So, Here's a question. Um, here's a song that immediately. What's the song that immediately puts you in a glass case of emotion when you hear it? Ooh, sometimes by Bilal. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's say I wish I wasn't me. Sometimes I wish I was drug free. Sometimes, man. When it, look here. That man put his foot all the way in that song, and I was, and I remember listening to it from the island. In some notes, you know, it's such a. Let me do this quick oh, run for you. Yeah, Look here, I was being kind. Come on, you're trying to sing and shit. First of all, you love my singing, girl. Um. Okay, you know better, but this song is still a problematic phase. A problematic phase? Phase. So favorite. Oh, a favorite of yours favorite. is problematic. problematic so you, you know better. You know better. But it's your shit. Right now, <laughs> but this, this song is your shit. I can tell you what mine is. Oh. Oh, I got one. <laughs> Downtown by SW. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, I remember being as a kid looking at that. I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Downtown by SWB. It's just word for word. Yeah. But I that's did, all I got for y'all. <laughs> I did not. I At the time when the song came mm-hmm. out, I knew that the song was about sex. I understood that. Mm-hmm. I did not understand the specific mm-hmm. act 
that they were discussing. Mm-hmm. I didn't think mm-hmm. that. I think someone actually said it to me like years later. And I'm like, no, uh, no, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. In the video, the dude went in the water. I used to come out of the pool. <laughs> and, but at, at that age, I don't know that that's something that happens. Correct. I know yeah. that sex happens. So all of this is about sex. That's what that's what I know. Sex. Yeah, pretty much. It. I know that's it. I don't know that there's some other things that people do. I don't. I don't know that. So him going between her legs in the water. Well, yeah, because sex. Like that's mm-hmm. all it was. Me. It didn't. Just sex. <laughs> it's just sex. That's all we gonna keep it. Um. All right. What is your favorite R and B interlude? Oh. Ooh. Oh man. Can I get can I have two of them? Go ahead. Go ahead. There was this song that 112 did. And it was like you might can I can't think of the name of the song. Doggone it. Anyway, it was in a little but then it's on the first of the first uh 112 album. Yes. It's on the very first 112 album, and it's amazing. And then I would say, oh, I want to say it's something. It's by the Roots. I can't get it out though. It's a song. It's an interlude by the Roots. It's on. No, actually, it's on. Um, oh my god! Is it sexy? Is sexy you from 112? Yeah, that's the name of the song. Yeah, that's the name of the 112 song. But yeah, matter of fact, I take that back. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just go with that one. Yeah, because I, I got so many in my head. I'm like, like, oh my god. Oh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, your Stevie favorite song Producer. by who? Stevie mm. J. That song you're talking about? Ah, uh, Stevie J. I, all I heard was the J part. I thought she said TDJ, and that's why I said what? <laughs> I was like, Damn. oh my goodness. Um, I don't lost my place. It was a uh, your song by your favorite uh your favorite song by a black artist that's outside of the U.S. Ooh, ooh. Hmm. Favorite song by <sighs> Omar. 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 He's from the U.K. Uh, got wild hair. Um, uh, yeah, Omar out out of the U.K. I, um, blessed love, yeah, blessed love by Omar, and it's a it's a dope track. It's just one of those. It's a bunch of love song, but then it's actually the crazy part about it, you think it's a love song, but it's actually a gospel song, and it's crazy because he's a he's an R and B soul artist over there, and it's just like I never would have thought he would have done that. But go ahead, I'm listening. So it's like open up my heart by Yolanda Adams. You think it's yeah. an R and B song, but it's really well. You think you. that it's it sounds more like an R and B song, but then out of nowhere, it ended up becoming like this. It sound it's it's a gospel song, and you're just looking like. So you're just gonna do that? Um, <laughs> okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. So all right, you will die on this hill of this cover being better than the original version of the song. What's a cover that's better than original and you are willing to battle it out in the group, argue with people at the barbershop that this cover is better than the original? You know what? I I thought Love Train from Silk Sonic was... Don't do that. Don't do this. I know. I know. 
I know, but don't do this. Hear me out. <laughs> you know, I got to do the hear me out. The only reason why I say this is because it just seemed like they added a whole lot more. Don't get me wrong. The original Love Train is amazing. Yeah. It's going to forever be amazing because the way that man comes off with, you know, one night can't sleep like that. He pulled it. But I don't know. The reason, the new Love Train sounds pretty damn good. Like, I'll, I'll argue some cats on that. Mm. Don't here go that down. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, you know, like Silk Sonic, do you, Daryl? No, I love Silk Sonic actually. I just but don't it's like just that, that one song. It's that one remake, man. I just, <laughs> I need the see. The thing is, people understand the song is really if people if you if you go re research what happened, two group members was arguing during that song over a woman. And then mm. another group member wrote the song about them arguing over the world. About them arguing over Daryl, how do you know this? <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to I Only Listen to 90s Music. Clearly. <laughs> and it, like, and if you're if you're watching us, nobody is looking up anything. This is all off the, the dome. Yeah. This is really off the dome, because I'm over exactly. here pulling stuff out the air. Like we're, we're literally pulling stuff off the dome, and we literally nah. decided well, we, we was gonna talk about five minutes before we started. So, like, this is welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Please give me another one. This is good. <laughs> hey, man, all right, I'm gonna give you Daryl. How are we on time? We good. We good. We got. We, right, we got cool. two more. So, all right, I'm gonna give you two more. Okay. Um, one is going to be what is the sexiest song you know? How does it feel by D'Angelo? How does it feel about D'Angelo? Because the fact that we barely understood anything that man said. No, what are the words? What we literally, words? I mean, literally, I can go to a karaoke and mumble that song and be, and then hit all those notes that he's doing. That shit is ah, sexy as hell. Right, right. It's the melody. It's the melody. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, really it's the, the melody. melody of that track. That song has melody, to be the right. most smooth. Like, first of all, I'm a D'Angelo fan. You know, that's that's hands down. And that man can that man can start doing the ABCs, and I promise you, he gonna flex that bad. Uh, Joe, before you go further with that, do, I don't understand any lyric on the last album. It's Nobody no does. Album. I don't know what he's saying on this last album, the last, the Vanguard album. Don't know none of the lyrics. Here you go. Album. When you come to me, when you that's all you gotta do. I just like this sound dope. That boy can sing. <laughs> 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 that's all you hear. That's all you hear. That's all you hear. That's that. But that's always been D'Angelo. He's a mumbler. That's he never actually, you know, yeah. except for his very first album. His very first, first album, album, you understand every word he's saying. The last one. Last question is: What's a song that reminds you of your family? Oh, Happy Feelings, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Mm. Happy feelings. I ain't gonna lie because I don't know. My family bring me joy. My immediate family, my outside family, my Mississippi, my Chicago, to Memphis. Like it just, it basically that song itself says, "Hey man, we're here to be happy. We're not. It's not about no." KK, what are you doing? My daughter just rolled down there. I'm sorry, y'all. She look. She like it's no vacation. Press pause, please. Press pause. But yeah, yeah. Happy feelings by Frankie Beverly and Mays. 
He's like, I was just talking about you. You had to walk you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, again, we we all have lives. Yeah, we, the, oh my have God. Made guest appearances on the podcast is not an issue. Who would have made guest appearance on the podcast? Kids. Oh, hey, look here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, yeah, my, yeah, my son popped up a couple times. <laughs> yeah. My daughter. No. My kids love to be in the mix. Right. Let me say that. <laughs> they, they kids in the like they kids over there, big sip in the back. It's we. It don't matter. It's yeah. all good. Right. Oh, and then she walks upstairs like my bad daddy damn I, you know <laughs> i ain't want nothing i just was coming down here I didn't you know you was down place. here for too long you in the basement <laughs> mommy wanted me to check on you <laughs> right that's exactly it now mommy wanted mommy. me to check on you <laughs> right why want me to check on you when she said when you come back upstairs be sure to remember to turn off the such and such right. you gotta bring that toilet tissue up mom <laughs> 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 That's what I get all the time. <laughs> Daddy, something don't work down here. Okay, yeah, I just press the reset button. Then, <laughs> man, Joe, thank you for coming on, bro. Where can people hey. hit you up at? <clears throat> check out Black Love. Check out Joe's stuff. Your music as well, man. Yes, sir. I, first of all, I appreciate y'all having me on. It's always a pleasure, man. All the way from Rims Basement to now we yeah. in front of. Hey, man, look here. <laughs> the the first and then first of all, I've been a straight out of low cash. Um, Presented a representative for a very long time. I think I can wear a shirt, a hat, or whatever. Look here, this is the best part. This is one of the best podcasts out. I'm I, just saying. Mm-hmm. I still, I hear it is. I listen to y'all old stuff. <laughs> I'll be on Apple Music trying to find the old stuff that we did in Rim <laughs> Basement, which was hilariously wrong. Some of this stuff down, Joe. So you better get it while I'm getting this good. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's gone. Oh, it's gone day by day. I keep on finding more stuff. I'm like, oh, we sound ignorant. There is an episode on there that is a lot. It is a lost episode. I literally deleted, deleted for real, for real, deleted it. Wow. One of my brother's homeboys got caught. No. Remember when that boxer got caught on the gay website or whatever? Uh, <sighs> the one, um, he was on poundcom Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was a boxer and he basically got caught on a, a, a gay website and he claimed he was claiming that he got drugged mm. on a train or whatever or they they drugged him and they had paid but then he ended up being on like two or three different scenes so it was like okay so how long how many times did you get drugged mm-hmm. how many times did you get on that train homeboy <laughs> So now that is the premise of this show. It gets worse for us. Oh my God. My little brother's, when his friends ends up being on a site similar to that. And it's all, this is early Facebook. This is like 2010, 2009. It's all over Facebook of Mm. this situation. Oh. And it was just, it was just ridiculous. We had to, we had to pull that one on back out. That was it. It was Yusef Mack. I think it was the back's name is Yusef Mack. The, the world was different back then. <laughs> the world was just different. We changing. Right, we was able to talk about things and nobody got all up in a. I didn't have no daughter. I wasn't even thinking about no daughter. I was just saying when we was just laughing at reckless stuff. We have a song called "Bitch, You Set Me Up." That is a dedication <laughs> to Mary and Barry. <laughs> oh my god! Let <laughs> me join that remix, Joe. Still need what a time. To be alive, hey, is what I, I will be at Ram House. All we got to do is go back in that basement. Hey, I don't know how that's, that's, 
that I said that's a documentary in itself. The early days of St. Louis Internet Radio because oh my god. Like STL is, Twitter, uh, STL. Yes, yeah, STL Twitter and uh, and STL Internet Radio. Um, yeah, because basically yeah. you was on Ham, right? Yep. Yeah, we, yeah, you we, was Ham Radio. We did, yeah, 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 I remember all that stuff. So, and we, I'm sorry, we what, what am I doing? Shit, like mm-hmm. I like we can play that game of like, oh, we. Did, I'm not saying that I'm the originator of anything, yeah. but what nobody was doing this shit. Yeah, hey, shout out to your fun. ego because I promise you, it's so many people like I was originated all like, look, bro, look here. This thing, okay, now we got podcast. What you gonna say now? You it's gonna say one now? of those, it's it's one of those things of I don't have to say it because you yeah. know you know. And yeah. it's yeah. uh like we people know doing, people know, like before, like all the po- podcasts started, people started making podcasts, all shit started showing up, but we were doing it before. Yeah. All these yeah. units is M Pim Juice and Us. Well, nobody doing shit but me and Daryl. <laughs> Yeah, internet radio. That's it. That's <laughs> and the thing that's funny, even funnier is people, you had to actually, you didn't even know how to download a podcast back then. You had to like, hey man, go right here. I'm going to subscribe you. All you got to yeah. do is go back in the app on every Wednesday when it come out and you listen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. what a podcast was. <laughs> right. It was, I didn't think, I wasn't even calling it a podcast. Like, yeah, like a talk radio show. Yeah, it was just like a radio show. <laughs> we just had a radio show. We're gonna do a talk radio show. That's it. And then you know, years later, podcasting is a whole thing. But we were on blog talk radio getting royalties for like we were getting like 10 cent checks or whatever, right? Like deposits, or whatever, right? And shit. But like, but this it was is, a check, like that was it. That was early monetization. It just wasn't a thing compared to what it is now. So yeah, um, yeah, well, we we've been We've been doing this shit. I know. Shot in the dark. If if that was a number of how many podcasts are in the world right now, how many? How, what what is the number? It's because it's thousand podcasts started today. I I've been trying to start a podcast for the past three years. <laughs> I, would, I would say there's more podcasts than people in the world. Wow. I would. I, I mean, I don't know if that's. I, I'm almost ventured to say there's more podcasts than actual living people. <laughs> In the world, not to be funny, I was on a plane and this dude said, well, He was just like, Dude, there's literally a podcast for everything. It was this guy that has a podcast where they talk about socks. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. there's a can't make this up for everything, everything. Dude, there's everything. this one podcast called the Hennessy Podcast. I was like, Wait, are y'all drinking Hennessy or are y'all just like talking about it? And, and now, and now it's different because now celebrities or uh, yeah. past celebrities are creating podcasts. And yeah. um, I mean, it's a, uh, everybody doesn't need a, everybody doesn't need a platform is, yep. the, is what I'll say. Everyone doesn't need a platform. And um, yeah, that's my, that's my official answer is that everyone doesn't need a platform. Yeah, my little brother got a podcast called Come Smoke With Your Boy. <laughs> Hold on. That's your, li- no. that's your brother? That's my brother. That's my little brother. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. No, hey. it's, Scott, it's Scott saying, that's your brother? Hey, <laughs> but not to be funny. They doing numbers. It's, it's, it's and come I'm just smoke with your, with, your bo- with your boys, right? Yeah, Lily, come smoke with your yeah, boys. And yeah, literally, <laughs> bruh, no, because I record it. And next thing you know, when I sit here and tell you, you be, and then they smoking the entire time. It's like Snoop Dogg <laughs> thing all over again. But when I sit here and tell you, it is the funniest show 
just watching these dudes smoke and talk about like everything. It is talk the funniest thing in the world. Boy, and they go off. <laughs> so oh my god. Yeah, I I seen this pop around uh here and there. I seen this. That's my little brother and my my best friend from high school. Okay. <laughs> and when I sit here and tell you, it is it's it's one of them podcasts and Lily, I mean Lily, they're doing numbers. Snoop yeah. hit them up. I was just like, whoa, like a, like whoa, now we <laughs> It's like the E40 deal. Uh, <laughs> I still ain't got my bottle. Right. <laughs> yeah. I still ain't got my bottle because, boy, I was supporting the heck out of that. Um, so I honestly actually still have wine left. That's crazy. Um, that's just because I don't drink wine. People give me wine all the time and I don't drink it. People give me bottles of Prosecco. Like, I'm just, and I give them away. You come to my house, I give you, I'll send you home with some wine. Um, but I think I'm down to, I think I got like one bottle of mango scotto left, and I think I wow. got two bottles left of the red wine. That's craziness. I, I hope you're watching that? today because he sure got a he tequila out there. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if you heard a, a deep voice man say that, and that's mine. So I don't have any. Nah. That's <laughs> mine. Yeah, that's me. Hey, big dog. I don't care how big you is, bro. <laughs> how many songs you sing with him? I heard the background, and that's mine. Oh, that's mine. Offering them, offering them niggas my shit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Well, sell it." Oh, he's a, he said, "Oh, he said they sell it. You can buy some." He said, they sell it. "Oh my god, yes, sir. You right, sir. <laughs> right, they see you know, that that brother looking at me like, oh hell no, that's mine." <laughs> Joe, let everybody know they can hit you up and where can they hit you up at? Check out everything. Check me out. So we got three of them. We got at JLR Photo Design at JLR Photo Design. I work. I do work for Nike. Everybody under I'm, I'm a contract photographer for everybody in the world. Um, let's see, and then there's JLR Music STL, uh, which is my music site, and then there is Black Love B L A C L U V E. Please look, please look forward to um, Black Water. That's what's coming out next. The name of the album is called Black Water. It's on a whole uh, right now, and I'll be real with everybody. This is going to be a mental health album. Really? This will be a conversation about mental health. Not only we going, okay, we can talk about love. We can talk about sex. Why in the world we live in today, we need to talk about mental love. We need to talk about mental health. So that's what we have right that's now. That's dope. Yes, sir. That's dope. So yeah, that's the plan. So Blackwater is coming uh, hopefully by this fall. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Man, I look at you. I made Daryl smile. There we go. Like, yo, I love, like, yo, I'll be pumping this music. I remember I was pumping his music uh, in a hotel room uh, one time, and a dude stopped and knocked on my door. It was like, hey, man, hey, man, I, I don't know you at all, but who is, like, who was that you was playing? Like, because he said he thought it was somebody else. I was like, no, nah, that's my boy. He was like, who is he? And I was like, this is the first, your first album. And everything, and I and I he he ended up he's like, oh, I'm gonna get on here now. And he got on Spotify, and was and walk kept walking down the hallway because I was blasting. That's what's up. In the hallway, mm. blasting in my room. Bro, when I sit here and tell you, when folks in Arizona putting putting stuff up, like somebody just put up, um, what was it? What's the thing that everybody doing right now with the Black Music Month thing? Somebody posted us like, yo, Black Love is my right. favorite group, my favorite. I was like, whoa, right. thank you. Dope. When That's I heard our stuff in Taiwan. I, it was it was a it was a band in Taiwan that covered our song Boom Clack. Mm. 
And I said, wow. Wow. I didn't even know how to respond to it. I I didn't. And we the all just looked at each other like, hey, y'all, uh, this can work. <laughs> the price is gone. The price, today's price. Ma'am. <laughs> I'm actually getting a, I'm actually getting checks through Spotify now. This is amazing right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. man. Oh, but, we appreciate you so much, dude. I appreciate y'all, man. And uh everybody go check out Black Love JLR music. Check out the photography. Like I said, this is a renaissance brother. He will whoop your ass too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Well. We well, didn't talk like, about like yeah, right. Y'all can't y'all can't tell this by looking at him, but Joe is a um a big man. And I don't <laughs> like he's a like not only that sexy you just whoop your ass. This this yeah. is you don't, you, don't, you, don't, you ain't you ain't getting here with those twice. shoes on. <laughs> right now. Oh, right they lost. You, 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 you ain't getting anything. You can't get in with that hat either. Take it back to the right. wall. Right. I think okay. we lost Joe. I think we lost Joe. Oh, that was it. That was that was enough for him. That, that was, was the it. mic drop. That was the mic drop. <laughs> that was the mic drop.